0: hi guys thank you all for joining me here scott here and uh today is a pretty special day um seven years ago my band midwest avenue released our first well i guess you it our first ep um, called red wine to give you a little context why i was kind of hesitant on that is because midwest avenue has such a uh A long historical track record in my life. Uh, Back in high school, it was originally a family band, me and my dad, my uncle, my cousin. Me and my cousin came up with the name Midwest Avenue and played a lot of shows. I was in high school and different things like that. Um, We did release an EP back then called Unique. All songs written by me and my cousin Josh. Then that kind of just went away. After a while, due to people, just life happening, and then years later, 2011, Midwest Avenue, this version we're talking about now, uh, that was comprised of me, Steve Vincent, my dad, Scott Ferris, and Steve Farmer from Jacksonville, we uh, recorded an EP called The Red Wine EP, and basically what it was was some song I'm, just, I'm gonna talk about the songs but it was a big thing for us it was my first time really really like recording or trying to record i mean i tell you what we had i used vocal mics to mic up the drums i did all the production for the an engineering i guess you would call it engineering <laughs> um micing up the drums there in our practice space and recording everything through a live mixing board that we used to run our live shows with, then I went back and re-recorded the vocals. I had recorded a scratch vocal for every, a scratch vocal is basically, um, it's, it's you singing the song, but it's not always your best effort. Because if you do Especially if you're doing A recording session All in one day uh, You definitely want to do The scratch vocal And not like Put your all into it Because you want to Save your voice For the actual Vocal recordings So That's what we did And the first song On the EP Is called I Want You Back And I It was a lesson Learning thing For me uh, In recording And knowing that And learning that A song The way you wrote it Isn't always going to be The way it ends up being because this song was originally a slower song, but we, <laughs> yeah, I did it a little bit faster. It wasn't even really we planned. It just kind of organically happened. And oddly enough, this song, I had the verses written in the bridge, but I did not have the chorus written. And for some reason, we just went ahead and did it, and I just wung it on the chorus on the scratch vocals we wrote a little bit later. Um... But yeah, and I remember uh, this song was originally going to, the main instrument featured was going to be the keyboards that Steve Vincent was playing, Um, but he's like, let me lay down a fiddle part on this too and kind of see what it sounds like. ended up being the main uh, lead track was the fiddle part for I Want You Back, and uh, it's still probably one of the the best, uh, one of my favorite fiddle-like leads in a song or melodies. So, Yeah. So we'll move right along to the next song, which is uh, I Don't Belong to You, which really kind of was the foundation of the band at that time. Uh, The original bass player, uh, James Beaver Hopper, me and him wrote this song whenever he was in the band in the very beginning of 2011 into 2010, where we started getting together. And... It was one of them songs that just kind of organically happened. I believe I had like the first verse, and I remember going to Beaver's house, and just kind of laid it down. Beaver's a fantastic writer and singer and musician. Um, it's the only song that we wrote together, so it was a good time. And I Don't Belong to You. It was Structurally, it's not a common structure, I guess, because there's like verse, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. And then an outro, that's why the song's like five minutes long. Um, but yeah, it was pretty, it quickly became like a, I guess like our first song that we were known for. And we were known for it from our live shows, we had never recorded it besides the live video that was up on YouTube, and people uh, really dug it. So I, we decided to record it for this project Because it had never been actually recorded And we wanted it to be out there for folks And see Maybe more people would gravitate towards it And speaking of songs are were written previously Alright, take that back Me and Beaver wrote two songs together He's, His fingerprints are on this next song Called The Worst of You Gets the Best of Me Possibly the longest song title ever And uh, we wrote that Along with the uh, original, I guess not original, but like, she was the original lead singer in this incarnation of Midwest Avenue. Her name was Megan Hedinger, and we wrote this song at Beaver's House shortly after I Don't Belong to You, and we recorded a quick demo of it, which is included now on the extras uh, on the EP. I added some extra demos that we did of some other songs where you can hear the duet version. But that song was vastly one of the biggest reasons we got a lot of shows that we did at the time, because a lot of, like they were just it was kind of just the song people knew us for after "I Don't Belong to You," and I remember playing it out and seeing people sing it back to us. And I'm like, we got something here. But at this point of the Red Wine EP, I'm the only lead singer in the band, so how do I turn this duet into a solo song? So Twitter's just one singer. So I rewrote a couple of the lines and it just, it worked. Um, I guess we were kind of trying to build off the steam that we had and and also uh, just like I don't belong to you, keep some familiarity with the folks that had followed us from the beginning and try to make it uh, new again. So we did that It has a cool little banjo role In the bridge that I dig That was uh, kind of spontaneous And was only done on the live rec- On the recording Which wasn't done live Because uh, it was a keyboard Centered song for Steve to play Then Next up is the title track Red Wine um, Originally No fiddle on this song either uh, But for those of you that do know the song uh, fiddle is the main lead instrument And it's uh, I still remember my buddy Matt Seats Telling me I saw him at Casey's Gas station He had the CD in his truck And he's like Man that is the most One of the most Beautiful or professional sounding Like lead parts uh, That intro of that song And the song Red Wine On the flip side Like I Want You Back Was supposed to be a slow song Red Wine was actually A faster song that we slowed way down, which happened organically during recording this, and I think it really benefited the song in making the choruses easier to understand vocally for one. And uh, that was Steve Vincent doing the backup vocals with me on there. And hearing back, like me sing these songs, like it's like I, I was a different singer then. I was it just you—you you change as you progress and get older. And my voice had more of a softer tone on this uh, EP, if you can. Uh, to me, that's what it sounds like. Now, to you all, may just sound just like regular old me all the time. So, I don't know. But to me, that's, that's, that's what I get. And then, I remember I didn't have a bridge written for this song. So, I combined the two pre-courses together to make the bridge. Um, lazy songwriting, looking back. But, hey, it worked for the song. Then uh, the final track is Wrapped Around Your Finger, which was, was not a song that we were playing live at the time. It was a song I had just written as we were starting this project. And I really, all I wanted to do when I wrote this song, I had an idea of... Everybody was mentioning Johnny Cash in songs Because he is the man at this time And uh, a lot of people were using his name in songs So I'm like, I wanted to write a song that had the words uh, Johnny Cash T-shirt And then I'm like, okay, meet a girl with a bar, She's wearing a Johnny Cash T-shirt Boom, 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 she wrapped around her finger Oh, here we go Alright, there's a song So I wrote that all And uh, the hand claps you hear in that Were uh, just... One of the things in post-production and mixing down and after I did the vocals, I'm like, "That there needs to be some hand claps in there, because hand claps are just fun in songs. And uh, so I did that, and we got the whole thing mixed down, uh, and then we released it. Um, Out of the gate, a lot of the local supporters went out and nabbed that off iTunes. And on the New Country Records that first week that were released, we got up to number 30 which uh, was pretty huge still is Um, for being recorded in the basement having low production value um, it is what it is I mean it was a pretty raw and organic product for sure Um, not as polished as what you would hear these days but I said that was seven years ago and uh, we re-released it in uh, 2018 Uh, which is now up on Apple Music, Spotify, and all that good stuff, where you can go hear the original five tracks. Plus, there's like, I think, two extra demos on there, one being the original demo of The Worst of You Gets the Best of Me, the duet version with Megan. And then a song that was never uh, released or recorded. Uh, It was a demo called Strong Enough. And then uh, talking about the, uh, if if you guys have the actual CD, the graphic work, I stayed up, I mean, just doing the mixing down of all this and uh, putting the songs together and making them one. I think I stayed up 30 straight hours doing that for two days, like 30 on, and then I slept for like six hours, and I was like another 25, 30 hours, uh, and, make, and finishing the mixing down the making the graphic artwork, which I'm not a graphic artist, but I was able to make the little wings and stuff, which... um. The wings are still used on the re-release, but, uh, the colors have been modified to make it just kind of, uh, uh, a, a fresher paint of coat, as they'd say, <laughs> coat of paint, but yeah, that is the red wine EP. And I wanted to make sure you guys, uh, kind of heard the quick version. I know in the pre in some previous stuff, I've, uh, talked about that and I think that's about all for the red wine EP. So, I appreciate you guys listening to me kind of reflect on what happened seven years ago. And those songs ended up uh, really helping us out with a lot of shows and uh, getting the ball rolling with the band. So, that was the Red Wine EP, and I appreciate you guys' time. (laughs)